0: At what point did your concern
1: turn into real fear? Dinner time, it was so out of character for Mary to not be there. She just kind of disappeared.
2: There's something not right here. I was hoping,
3: praying that I would hear something. The body was found in a fetal position underneath
4: this tree that had fallen. She was stabbed four times in the neck. It was a vicious, vicious killing.
1: People were scared. If something bad could happen to someone so innocent, so sweet, then, you know, anything could happen.
0: What did you think the riddle meant when you read it?
4: I didn't know what to think at that point. This guy says he's going to kill again unless we got the answer right. This guy had already
3: killed once, so he had nothing to lose by killing others.
0: Did you get the sense that this was going to be the beginning of a sick game?
4: Yes. There's this madman out there fixing to kill someone else. We didn't play this game.
0: Hi, I'm Paula Zahn, and tonight we're on the case in Baytown, Texas, about 30 miles east of Houston. This peaceful city became the backdrop for a heartbreaking mystery when an 11-year-old girl simply vanished on Halloween. As detectives launched a massive investigation into Mary Styles' disturbing disappearance, they never could have imagined the deadly game of cat and mouse that had also just begun. October 31st, 1985. It was just after four o'clock on Halloween when 11-year-old Mary Stiles asked her father if she could walk up to their apartment's main office with some of her friends.
2: She was kind of dressed up in a Halloween costume. And she goes, Daddy, did you see what they have down at the apartment complex office? They have a whole coffin full of candy. Yeah, Mary, you can go.
0: But when the sun set and Mary still hadn't come home, her father and older sister Carrie began to worry. Do you remember what time you and your father
1: started getting nervous? Dinner time. It was so out of character for Mary to not be there. My dad canvassed everyone he knew. I talked to all the kids. Did any kids remember seeing Mary that afternoon? Someone had seen her on the front porch playing dolls. She just kind of disappeared. She was just gone.
0: As darkness
1: settled in over Baytown, panic swept through the Stiles family. She would never have gone somewhere without letting someone know
2: because if she could have come home, she would have. There's something not right here. I knew by then she was with someone that she didn't want to be with.
0: After his own frantic search failed to yield a clue as to Mary's whereabouts, Gary Stiles called 911. Baytown officers arrived within minutes. What did they report?
5: Mary had been missing for several hours. They had checked with all her friends. They would check all the usual places she might go. I can't even begin to put myself in their place. They were just absolutely terrified.
0: Do you think there was any possibility that Mary had run away?
5: No one had any reason to believe that she would run away.
0: Mary's family gave law enforcement her photo and a detailed description of the costume she'd been wearing.
1: It was Halloween, and she wanted me to kind of help her dress up like a baby. And so when she put on some Care Bear pajamas, I put her hair in pigtails, and she had a little pacifier around her neck.
0: Police retraced Mary's last known steps and spoke with employees in the main office. Did anyone in the manager's office ever see her that night?
5: They saw her come in and she did get candy, but since that time she had not been seen by anyone.
0: Officers fanned out across the apartment complex, searching the parking lot and the wooded area that ran behind the buildings. Even then, they knew they were in a race against time.
3: He couldn't get more determined. We used all the resources we could get a hold of.
5: There are literally hundreds and hundreds of apartments out here. We searched every apartment, going door to door and knocking and showing a picture of this beautiful little girl, just trying to find some clue about where she was.
0: Authorities stopped every car going in or out of the complex.
5: We set up a roadblock that night, checking every car that was coming out, searching the car, just trying to find Mary
0: but none of their efforts uncovered a single clue. How dispiriting was that?
5: It was now late at night. It was very cold. We were all concerned. Several of the officers, myself included, took it really personally because I had three children the same age as Mary. You can't help but personalize the grief
0: Meanwhile, Gary Stiles sat helplessly in his apartment, waiting for someone to find his daughter.
2: I didn't sleep that night at all. I stayed inside waiting, hoping, praying that I would hear something.
0: As the sun rose over Baytown the next morning, police still had no news to share with the Stiles family. So Mary's dad turned to the media.
2: If uh, someone is holding Mary, I think that he should let her come home.
0: After Gary Stiles' public appeal, police were flooded with calls.
5: Clues from people who thought they had seen her. All over the state of Texas, people had read the story and wanted us to know they thought they had seen her.
0: Did you get any promising tips?
5: None of those hundreds of pieces of information proved to be true. We had nothing, absolutely nothing.
2: We have no idea what has happened We fear if I apply, yes.
0: And law enforcement wasn't alone in that fear.
2: I probably shouldn't say this, but, you know, I didn't feel that little girls come back safe after that much time. I didn't think that was going to happen. And I knew my life was going to be different.
0: had spent a long, sleepless night searching for 11-year-old Mary Styles. The young girl had mysteriously vanished from her apartment complex on Halloween. As news of her disappearance spread through the tight-knit community, a wave of sadness and fear followed in its wake. When the sun came up over Baytown, Texas, officers still had no leads on Mary.
1: We were scared. I'll always remember the next morning my dad coming into my room and he said to me, I know I don't tell you enough, Carrie, but I want you to know that I love you.
0: Parents in the community kept their own children close to home and they prayed for the Stiles family.
1: I'm really, really concerned about it all. I
2: don't venture out at night.
0: I really miss that little girl. Mary's picture had been posted in nearly every store in town and police continued to search their criminal databases for someone capable of abducting a child. Did you have any suspects?
5: It was basically all the usual suspects. Anyone who had had any connection to child molestation, anyone who had pedophile problems, all of those people became suspects we had no clues we had no idea who might have done it
3: she had no enemies she's basically a baby 11 years old I don't believe that there was a single person that could say anything bad about her
0: more than a week had passed and authorities had already run down hundreds of dead-end leads. Then, a strange letter arrived at the Baytown Police Department.
3: On the outside of the envelope, it said, urgent Mary Stiles immediate.
0: Investigators were stunned by the message it contained.
5: When that letter was opened, inside the envelope was a crudely drawn map.
0: What did the map show?
5: It said, this is where you'll find Mary's body.
0: A hand-scrawled line on the map told police to follow a path from the apartment complex to a location in a wooded area just a few hundred yards away. What did investigators think the chances were that this map would lead them anywhere?
5: Certainly we get information all the time that proves to be inaccurate, but this one had details. that showed very specific things that we would find.
0: In fact, Those details appeared to lay out exactly how the crime unfolded.
5: They said, this is where I stabbed her. You'll find a area of blood in this place.
0: The final words on the map were chilling.
5: They said, please help her to have a decent burial.
0: What was your reaction when you saw the map for the first time?
4: I'd never seen anything like this at all. I thought it was spooky.
0: Officers raced to Mary's apartment complex with the map. Just a few minutes later, they found the lifeless body of 11-year-old Mary Stiles. Exactly where the map said it would be.
3: The body was found in a fetal position underneath the root system of this tree that had fallen.
5: There was a lot of debris that had purposely been placed on top of her body to try to hide her. And they could see what had been described as the Care Bear pajamas.
0: Mary's body had been exposed to the elements for nine days. Still, the medical examiner was able to determine that she had been stabbed in the neck and suffocated. Did it appear to investigators the attack had been sexually motivated?
5: It was a possibility part of her pajamas had been pulled down around her waist.
0: For detectives who had hoped and prayed to bring Mary home alive, the discovery was Devastating. Even the most hardened investigators were horrified by what they saw at the crime scene.
3: I don't think anybody could have been in the same position and not felt the moment of horror she went through.
5: For an 11-year-old girl to be experiencing such things must have been absolutely terrifying.
0: Still, Baytown police knew there was little time for their own emotions. In fact, they now had to steel themselves for the most difficult task in law enforcement, informing the Stiles family that Mary had been murdered. After nine long days searching for Mary Stiles, police in Baytown, Texas, received a hand-drawn map in the mail. When investigators followed its chilling directions, they were led straight to the 11-year-old's lifeless body. The gruesome discovery brought an end to an intense missing persons case and marked the beginning of a homicide investigation. The Stiles family had spent more than a week wondering if they would ever know what happened to Mary. And when the ninth day arrived without any answers, the pressure became unbearable.
2: It was just a very, very hard time for us. There were news media everywhere. We actually went down to Galveston to get away from everything.
1: We just wanted to have that bit of normalcy, just for a little while, for just a moment, you know, try to be a family. As they drove back from the beach that afternoon,
0: the family still had no idea that Mary had been found murdered.
2: We stopped in the store. My dad went in to get something from the store and they were taking a missing poster of Mary out of the window.
0: Mary's grandfather asked the clerk why he was taking down the poster.
2: And they said, well, you hadn't heard, they found her.
0: For the Stiles family, the rest of that day was a blur of sadness and pain. That's how you
2: found out? That's how I found out. My dad came out and... uh, yeah. Sorry. Then he told me.
0: For Carrie Styles and her six brothers, Mary's murder was impossible to process.
1: How did you deal with losing Mary? It was so cruel that she was gone. Mary was full of goodness and full of compassion. You never wanted to see her hurt. You never wanted to see her cry, you know, because she was so sweet. Everyone loved her.
0: The outgoing sixth grader was smart and talented. She and her father shared a love of music.
2: She'd show me every day what she would play on the violin. And I would practice with her, so I was learning right along with her, and we're going to do it together.
0: But now, those loving memories were all Gary Stiles had left. While the heartbroken father grieved, his daughter's autopsy revealed the disturbing details about how Mary died.
4: She was stabbed four times in the neck and she was strangled.
0: Although the medical examiner found no evidence of a sexual assault, the defensive wounds on Mary's hands and arms painted a terrifying portrait of the attack. How would you describe Mary Styles' last moments alive?
4: It had to be horrific. She was fighting for her life. She was fighting for her life. She knew what was happening. It was a vicious, vicious killing.
0: What kind of a person did you think would be capable of murdering an 11-year-old girl in this sadistic way?
4: A monster. Somebody who was totally and completely evil
0: And that monster had provided authorities with the only break in the case so far, the crudely drawn map that led to Mary's body.
5: The map gave us so many details. This is where she dropped a nickel. This is where I drug her up the side of the hill. Whoever had drawn the map was the killer of Mary Stiles.
0: But the map had not given detectives a lead on his identity. None of the fingerprints found on it matched any police had on file, and DNA technology was still years away. Investigators carefully studied the handwriting and words the killer had used, hoping for a clue. What were some of your observations about the letter?
4: it looked to me like somebody who had mental issues
0: could investigators tell from the envelope where the letter had been postmarked
5: they knew that it was mailed in baytown but they had no idea what mailbox was used to post the letter
0: the map was sent to the fbi for analysis And while Baytown police waited for their behavior specialist to create a full profile of the suspect, the community remained paralyzed with fear.
5: As I was patrolling the streets in the evening hours, one thing was obvious, there were no children outside. Parents were not letting their own children out.
1: People were scared because whoever killed little Mary was still out there if something bad could happen to someone so innocent, so sweet, then, you know, anything could happen. The investigation
0: appeared to be at a standstill. Then, police received a second cryptic message from the killer.
5: The same envelope, no return address, same handwriting. Whoever sent the map also sent this letter.
0: The letter was disturbing and terrifying. It read in part, the time is soon coming that the madman will surrender his tool of death. The pain is more than I can stand. Did you get the sense when you read the letter that this was going to be the beginning of a sick game?
4: I didn't know what to think at that point. Typically, people commit crimes and tell no one.
0: But this killer was providing detectives with critical clues. And as investigators try to understand the reason why, they could not ignore the possibility that his latest message had been a warning the deadly predator was about to strike again. Investigators in Baytown, Texas, were on the trail of a brazen killer. The man who murdered 11-year-old Mary Stiles had actually contacted them twice, Once with a map that led police to the young girl's body, and a second time with an ominous message that was difficult to interpret. Was the killer daring detectives to catch him? Or had it been a warning that there was more bloodshed to come? While Baytown police waited for the FBI to finish analyzing the first two messages from the killer, another one arrived the new letter laid out rules for a terrifying game the killer had devised he stated if police were able to solve a series of riddles he sent them the answers would reveal his identity but if they failed more victims would die
4: we took him at his word that he would kill again if we didn't play this game.
0: And the riddles wouldn't be easy. The first one asked authorities to provide the name of the weigher of the heart against the truth of the feather. What did you think the riddle meant when you read it?
4: I didn't have the slightest idea what the answer to that was. But we better find somebody has got an answer.
0: Ultimately, investigators concluded that the answer came from ancient Egyptian lore, where the mythical ruler of the afterlife weighed the heart of the dead to see if it was heavy with sin.
3: The heart was lighter than the feather then you were the good person. One of
5: the names that would have been involved in being aware of the heart against the feather was Anubis.
4: There was collective feeling that answer was correct.
0: The killer's instructions demanded that police print the answer to his riddle on the front page of the local newspaper. Investigators secretly embedded the word Anubis into an article so no one else would know what it meant.
4: I don't want the public to know that there's this madman out there fixing to kill someone else unless we got the answer right.
0: But Anubis was not the answer to the riddle.
4: We found out on the next letter that we did not get it right.
0: What did he say?
4: It was threatening. Told you to get it right or another will die. Give you one more shot, you better get it right or another's gonna die.
0: Detective Paul Schaefer spent hours in the public library researching law enforcement's next response. Here you are, on your way to the library to ask a librarian to find some very specific information about Egyptian mythology. How weird did that seem to you?
6: It's pretty strange.
0: Schaefer discovered that although Anubis was the original Weyer of Hearts, he had been replaced by another god.
6: The Weyer of the Heart was an Egyptian god named Osiris.
0: Investigators could only pray that this time their answer was correct. What happened then when you planted the word Osiris in the newspaper?
4: Two things. Number one, nobody died, thank God. And then number two, another letter came in.
0: Once again, the killer composed a riddle for detectives. In the beginning, there was no land but only a place ruled by his hand. The Romans worshipped him every day, even more so when they had to travel far away. Police concluded that the answer was the Roman god of the sea.
4: Neptune. We put Neptune in and that turned out to be correct.
0: While officers waited for the next riddle, the FBI Behavioral Unit provided detectives with a full profile of a killer based on the letters he had already sent. The shocking report redirected the entire investigation. Who specifically did they ask you to look for?
5: Someone who is probably 15 or 16 years old. somebody who lived very near to where Mary lived, somebody who knew Mary, and it was also somebody who had to have a very good knowledge of the layout of the property around the apartment complex.
0: Were you surprised by that?
4: Yeah, the behavioral scientist even said that the letters were probably put in a post box in that neighborhood.
0: Veteran Detective Harry Gore, who actually lived in the apartment complex with his family, formulated the next step in the plan.
6: Detective Gore contacted our chief and asked that his surveillance be set up at the mailbox, and the chief gave the go-ahead.
0: The team would videotape and track every person who mailed a letter.
6: And we set up cameras at its second window here. They would actually watch a U.S. mailbox that was at this location.
0: For many, the 24-hour stakeout of a mailbox seemed a waste of resources. But it didn't take long for Detective Gore's bold plan to pay huge dividends. Baytown police were locked in a deadly game of cat and mouse with the man who murdered 11-year-old Mary Stiles. While investigators continued to answer a series of riddles the killer had sent, the FBI carefully examined those letters, looking for clues that might lead to his capture. The FBI profile told police that Mary Styles' killer was a teenager who lived in the same apartment complex. To catch him, investigators launched a 24-hour surveillance of a mailbox near the crime scene, hoping to videotape the suspect as he dropped off his next riddle. They even had a United States Postal Inspector on hand to check each envelope as it was placed inside. At first, the plan appeared to be a time-consuming dead end. Then, a young man cautiously approached the mailbox.
6: A subject came on a bicycle, he had a leather jacket on, he was hunched over and he came out, dropped the letter.
0: Police believe the teenager might be their suspect.
6: And as soon as he left, the post Inspector came out, took out the single letter, and sure enough it was a letter by the killer. We had an undercover officer with the Harris County DA's office follow the suspect to his apartment.
0: Authorities kept a careful eye on the young man while they confirmed that the distinctive handwriting on the envelope was identical to the other letters. Did he seem to be aware that anyone was watching No. The prime suspect was identified as Joseph Lee Fordham, a 16-year-old who lived in Mary's apartment complex with his mother and stepfather. The teenager appeared to be a match to the FBI profile. Did he know Mary?
5: He did know Mary. In fact, he knew her well. Joseph Fordham's stepsister, 10 years old, was one of Mary's best friends.
0: Still, prosecutor Ted Wilson believed that he needed more evidence before he could ask for an arrest warrant. Lieutenant Kenny Rogers oversaw a stakeout of Fordham's apartment. He hoped that the teenager would reveal the missing pieces of the puzzle.
2: Keep an eye on the apartment, and we saw him take some trash out. Our investigator retrieved it.
0: When detectives opened the trash bag, they found more than they expected.
2: We found letters that he had started writing to the police department, those cryptic letters, and then a copy of the map.
0: Investigators then executed search warrants on the teenager's home and school locker.
4: When they went to his high school locker and opened it up he had a book on mythology one of the pages was bent over and you flip open that it was all about osiris
0: a search of joseph fordham's bedroom helped seal the case against him
4: they found two knives in his room one of them turned out to be the murder weapon that kind of put the nail in the coffin for him
0: Although the FBI profile stated that the killer had likely been a teenager, the investigators who arrested Fordham were deeply troubled that the deadly predator they had been chasing was just a 10th grader.
6: You're going, this is the killer? Kind of hits you between the eyes. We told him he's under arrest and he just didn't say anything.
3: No emotion. No emotion. He didn't seem to have any remorse at all.
0: Detective PJ King Jr. questioned Fordham in the interrogation room. The teenager quickly confessed.
3: He told me that he had done this. He told me about the weapon he used and that he had stabbed her in the throat with it. It was very troubling.
0: Joseph Fordham had no explanation for why he targeted the 11-year-old.
4: We specifically asked, why'd you do it? He said, I don't know. He didn't offer a lot of detail about what was going on in his head.
0: When Mary's family learned that their 16-year-old neighbor had been charged with her death,
1: they were stunned. Did you know Joseph Fordham? We went to different schools, but I certainly did know of him. I was surprised that someone so young could extinguish, you know, such a beautiful life.
2: My reaction was, Probably the wrong reaction. What did these parents do to raise a child that would do something like this?
0: Prosecutors knew that Fordham's age would be a major obstacle. Why did you believe he should be tried as an adult?
4: Under Texas law, if you are tried as a juvenile, you're released when you're 18 though so, this case was far too brutal and everything for a short stay in a juvenile facility.
0: At trial, Joseph Fordham's attorneys portrayed him as a disturbed young man.
4: They put a psychiatrist on to try to convince the jury that he was legally insane.
0: Prosecutors saw that as an attempt to generate sympathy for the defendant.
4: Honest gosh, I think it was the only possible thing. Guilt or innocence is pretty much a foregone conclusion.
0: After the judge ruled that Fordham was fit to stand trial, prosecutors methodically presented the mountain of evidence against him, including his confession and his letters. The gruesome details of Mary's last moments alive tormented her family
1: When they showed an autopsy photo she had these gashes in her hands to picture her looking at him and knowing that he was going to kill her you know, and seeing him, that haunts me forever.
0: After 10 hours of deliberation, the jury convicted Fordham of aggravated murder. But prosecutors knew their biggest hurdle would come in the penalty phase.
4: I knew the fight is going to mean how much punishment does he get because the way he looked, his age.
0: And the prosecutor was right. The jury sentenced Fordham to just 25 years in prison. Do you think he got what he deserved?
4: No. I respect juries and I respect what they do and all. But no, I do not.
0: For Mary's family, the outcome was a crushing blow.
4: That is
2: the only time I really voiced my opinion. Instead of thanking the jury, I was mad because they only gave him 25 years.
1: Mary's not gonna go to her senior prom and Mary's not gonna meet the man of her dreams. And she's not gonna have the opportunity to change the world 25 years was just not enough. But the
0: worst was yet to come. Due to prison overcrowding in Texas, Joseph Fordham was paroled early. He had spent less than eight
1: years behind bars. How'd you deal with that? We were angry. He we went to prison for just a fraction of his, of his sentence. Carrie says her pent-up rage over Fordham's early release
0: consumed her for many years. Then one morning she woke up and asked herself, what would her sister Mary want her to do to move forward with her life? The answer suddenly
1: became clear. I forgave him that day. It felt powerful and it felt like such an incredible weight off of my shoulder.
0: Carrie Styles continues to be inspired by her sister, Mary. As a journalist in San Antonio, her homicide stories have become renowned for the compassion they show victims' families. Mary also plays a major role in Carrie's home life.
1: My children know her just like she was here. They absolutely know her
2: just like an aunt.
1: And they know about her goodness.
2: I wish she was here. She wanted the best for everybody, and the world is much worse off without her. That's for sure. Love your kids. You know, tell them you love them every day because you don't know the last time that you're gonna see them.
0: Since his initial release from prison in 1994, Joseph Fordham has continued to have run-ins with the law. In 1998, a parole violation landed him back behind bars for six years. Then in 2014, just days before Fordham's 20 years of legal supervision was to end, he attempted suicide. Today, Joseph Fordham is a free man. I'm Paula Zahn. Please join us again next time when we're back on the case.